I mean, I could see if it was a real nigga. If you lost your hoe to T.I., I'd be like, hey, that's T.I. But Usher, <laughs> you better check that hoe, Mr. Dubois. You know what? You guys are right. It's getting crazy. Um, hey, yo, Jax, before we start, what's what's the greatest NBA 2K of all time? Oh, brother. Honestly. You seem like a Madden nigga anyway. Nah, I play Madden. I play both of them. Oh, Madden, Madden is terrible now, but... <coughs> Low-key, all these games are getting trashed. These sports games need to, they need to get revamped. But the best 2K is probably... 2K11 or 2K10? 2K. 2K11, that was my shit. 2K11. Like, that run of 10, 11, and 12 was immaculate, bro. That was... I didn't really fuck with 12. I didn't really fuck with 12 like that. You didn't like 12? I fucked with 13 heavy, though. The Jay-Z's soundtrack? 2K13 was a good thing. I was fucking with that. Really, that run... (sighs) 13 was? Now I think about it. Maybe the run was really 10, 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, and then four, 14 was like just kind of stagnant. Like it wasn't I think 14, 14 was the one with Spike Lee, right? When he had that stupid storyline. Let me. Nah, 2K, 2K16 had Spike Lee. 2K16 had Spike Lee? Yeah. Foot Freak or whatever the nigga name is. <laughs> bro. <laughs> stupid, bro. <laughs> I feel like 2K11 was ahead of his time because that was like the first time you could like hoop with your like your my player against other my players. Yeah, yeah, like it was ahead of his time for real. And it had like them Jordan challenges and stuff too. Yeah, that that shit went crazy. Oh, yeah, 2K. Nah, I think 2K when you went to next when when you did like next gen consoles for like 2K14 or 15, mm-hmm. that shit was terrible because they used. They actually use real NBA players. Like you remember they had uh, Deion Waiters read off the script, and that shit sounded ridiculous. <laughs> Bro, it's, they need to stop all that. They need to stop. like these. These characters, like they not even. I, I don't know. Why I call them characters. They, these players is not voice actors, bro. Like <laughs> we can't say Exum. Like you can, you can tell they just like the professional stuff at school. Just like yeah, he's gonna make it to the league. We don't, we don't really need. We don't need him to really go to class. We don't need him to really study. He don't need to learn. Cause literacy is They sounded like them kids you would pick on for like them popcorn reading and it take him like thirty minutes to read one page. It sounded like that little white boy that meme. <laughs> would you would, would, would you would you would you would no you guy. like <laughs> the fuck? Oh nigga. Uh anyway. Uh and what, what was the last one before you was like, ah, 2K kind of ass. I'm not really, I'm not invested no more. I don't care. No, I mean, I got the newest one, but I really like, we were talking before, I don't really got time to play it for real. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get the next one. Like, the next Madden and the next 2K, I don't know if I'm going to get them because, like, they ain't been, it's the same game, bro. They ain't been doing nothing. You're right. They just recycling, and then once they added VCs to it, I think they just really, yeah. made, you know, ruined it for the worst. But they did. They did announce that new NCAA game. They announced that today. I'm 
I have to tap into that just to, I have to tap in for the one time, bro. Just see, just to see what it is, see what it's like, see if it's like the old games. It probably won't be. It'll probably be terrible too, but I hope it's not because I'm old. NCAA was tough. And that be, and you know what would be really cold, which I don't think they're gonna do. You know how like two K don't have like the those different like legend teams, like the '96 Bulls. Mm. Like I wonder, like that'd be kind of cold if they did like O two uh O one uh Miami. Yeah, or like, oh, I don't think UT. I don't think they would, cause you know they hate paying people, so they'd be like, "Oh no, we got to pay these players." Blah, blah, blah. But that would that would be tough. Though. That would be very very tough. Seeing that nigga Vince Young back on the, or like even if they did like them LSU, what was it, twenty eighteen LSU or was it twenty? Oh, yeah, twenty uh, yeah twenty nineteen twenty nineteen yeah, LSU. That, that was a tough team. Oh, tough. Them Ohio States was t- they had a couple cold runs. Car- twenty fifteen Cardell Jones. Bro, if they bring back Terrell Pryor, bro, Terrell Pryor was crazy, bro. Nah, like, yeah, there's, there's just some twenty uh, what was it, 2016 uh, Louisville. With Lamar. Like, not being able to play as Lamar. <laughs> bro. Man. Or, like, or even if they even if they don't have the teams that you can just play them, like, having, like, NCAA, like, greatest moments. Like, the Clemson, yeah. Clemson-Louisville game. Yeah. That would have been cold. That would be very cold, bro. Damn, bro. So many, cause they they got so many years to catch up from. Like there's so much. It's been like what the last one was fourteen. I fourteen. Right? Yeah, this has been ten years. It's ten years crazy. A whole decade. But they they done missed so many cold players. But they have missed so many cold players because they greedy and didn't want to pay people. Man, Alabama in general, like them, them these last ten years are Alabama. Some cold ass niggas, but. Kyler Murray would probably be crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Niggas be, niggas be forgetting about Justin Herbert. He wasn't good at Oregon. But he was there. <laughs> okay. That That's matter. like you saying niggas forget about Bo Nix. It's Herbert over Nix, though. Yeah, but they both wasn't good. Michael Penning could go crazy, too. Like, this year's Washington team. It would go crazy. Yeah. But I feel like they will uh, they will make Michigan unnecessarily OD because they won. Michigan was the uh, I still ain't, uh, I still don't think Michigan was that good for real. Like yes, they won, but I don't know, man. I just can't give. I can't believe in JJ McCarthy still, even though they won. I still can't believe in him. I don't care. Yeah, any nigga named JJ that's not white, I got a hard time just having faith in you. Just in general. Or, or McCarthy. Any nigga named McCarthy. Two unfortunate names, honestly. That's a crazy pattern. J.J. McCarthy, you destined for failure. What's J.J. short for? They're probably something stupid. John Joseph, maybe? I don't know. Oh, there's no way. Jonathan James. Damn, I was close. <laughs> you all with that. This <laughs> <laughs> just sound like two first names. Oh, shit. But anyway, welcome back to another episode an, 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 an illustrious episode of the Play for Peace podcast. I am your host, Greg Goods. I'm your host, Jackson. And as always, especially for this month. Snow bunnies never. I said black queens forever. Snow bunnies never. I just want to make sure y'all understand that. <laughs> Let y'all understand. It's still February. It's still Black History Month. Um, But 
We ain't even got to worry about nothing. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes, Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, a partridge in a pear tree. What was your reaction to the Super Bowl? Just the game. We ain't even talking about everything around it. Just the game. <clears throat> that game that game started off rough, bro. That game started off rough. The first half, I was like, man, this game sucked. No cap. And then thank God it thank God it bounced back and everything. But the main and thank God the Chiefs won. Patrick Mahomes, you saved us. Thank God. But the main takeaway from the Super Bowl is Brock Purdy is still the luckiest human being alive, bro. Like he can't, like the fact that Mahomes threw a pick and Purdy didn't is crazy because Purdy was Purdy was throwing trying to throw a pick the entire game. Like and then like two of them should have been picked. Like I think Trent McDuffie he like cut in front of Debo and he almost had one. And then like his first pass in overtime like literally hit the linebacker in his hands. I was just like I don't know what type of voodoo or whatever he got, but he's the luckiest human being alive, bro. The, it don't make sense. Yeah. My initial reaction post-Super Bowl was that Cameron Newton was right. This was the perfect example. This is the textbook Cam Newton example of game manager versus game changer. Right in the flesh. And there's nothing wrong with you know what Cam said. It's not even disrespectful to Brock Purdy. That's just what it is. We literally saw a game changer. We saw Mahomes change the game. And the thing with Mahomes, like, the first half, he was being a game manager. I'm so, like, the first half, he was being a game manager. He wasn't really throwing that hoe for it. He was acting, like, the first half, it feel like they was playing scared, you know, like. Like pussy. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't even really know. I don't, and let's say, I don't know why, because, like, Yes, the Niners had a good defense, but, like, it's a Super Bowl. Y'all need to go. In my head, I was like, they need to just do everything they can, go all out. And I think in that second half, Mahomes realized, like, yeah, I need to go ahead and just take this myself. I need to do it myself. Because that's when he started running more. He started scrambling. He started uh, pulling down on, like, uh, read options and everything. And I was like, I'm not going to I forgot he was so, – like, he's not fast, but I forgot he was sort of fast, if that makes sense. Like He quick. I forgot he could, I forgot he can move the way I forgot he can move like that a little bit. And I was like, dang, because you could tell that the Niners they wasn't expecting that. Because when was the last like when was the last time you seen Patrick Mahomes run on a read option, bro? Last year, exactly. That's about it. <laughs> last year, probably in the Super Bowl. Who knows? Off a bum ass ankle, actually. That nigga was running off, off some bullshit. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Second, the second thing that that um, kind of kind of pointed out to me was overtime and the 49ers kind of like damn near kind of admitting, oh yeah, I, I ain't know about these new ass rules. First of all, okay, I ain't know about the new rules either. First of all, that, that's not the time to be transparent. I'm, I promise you, <laughs> no, okay. you really could have just kept that one to you, even if it's true. I, I feel they were, they, were, they, were trying, they did that because they wanted to blame the coaches, though. They did that because they wanted to blame the coaches. I get. I mean, I mean, look, I guess, but at the same time, I'm just like, it seemed like the Chiefs was well prepared for overtime versus the 49ers. They uh, said that um, 
I think it, like Mahomes and Kelsey and I think Chris Jones too, they said like they went over like that overtime situation multiple times during the whole, during the weekend practice and like they they knew the rules. So they was ready. That's why if you seen that um yeah, I saw inside it. the NFL clip when they were uh, and showed Mahomes during the uh, coin toss and they were like, "Yeah, we want to take the ball." He he looked at him like Okay, shoot. <laughs> and then, like, there was another clip that came out, and it was like the refs, and they were like talking to each other, and he was like, "Man, they wanted to give Mahomes the ball again, I guess." So, like, everybody knew it was a stupid, it was a dumb decision, except for them. Yeah, and I think, like, for a lot of times, like, and for people that just don't know the rule, basically, in overtime for post or just, I think it's just playoff just, period, right? Yeah, just uh, yeah, just play- playoff period. Yeah, postseason period. Um, when you're in overtime, it's not f- first touchdown wins. It's b- both players. I think with the exception of a safety, you are um, granted both both possessions. Like, both yeah. teams get possessions. So, no matter what, if you score a touchdown, field goal, you're going to the other team's going to get a chance to score. Right. And, that, and really, during those situations, you should want the ball second because if the team you're going against, they score a touchdown or whatever – one, you know you're going to have all four downs to you. You're not going to waste a third down. You're not going to punt or do anything like that. And then you know that, hey, if we go down and score a touchdown, we can just go for two and finish the game. It's not going to be no double overtime or nothing like that. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's just bad, just bad judgment. And which led, you know, which led me to believe, like, of course, the 49ers didn't go over it. But I'm contemplating – I'm contemplating if, if if Shanahan even like was thinking about that. There's no way. There's no way he knew. I don't like when the 49er players were saying, <laughs> "Hey, yo, we didn't talk about this." It led me to believe I don't even think Kyle Shanahan knew the rules. I don't think he I did. Or like, yeah, he would have. He would have approached that way. To, he's too smart. He's too smart of a man to just go if he knew that information. Tell them, oh, we definitely want the ball. In his head, he never he never expected the game to get to overtime, in all honesty. Like, True. he never – you could just tell that because by his decision-making and the player didn't go over it. Like, I don't know. It's just Shanahan, he always gets so close and then some so, something crazy always happens to him. And I don't feel bad for him because, like, he's a millionaire. I don't really care. But it's just like I don't know what it is about him. And then you always see other people getting scapegoated. In, in this instance – Everybody wanted to blame Steve Wilkes, who was then fired. During Black History Month, Black defensive coordinator, he who held Patrick Mahomes to 19 points in one regulation. Touchdown, one touchdown before the last, what, two minutes of the game? Yeah, and he's getting fired. Even though that 49ers defense has been, like, the number one, or no, I think the Ravens are number one, but they've been a top five defense this entire year, even though, uh, their all-pro safety was hurt. They had to deal with a whole lot of injury during this game with Dre Greenlaw, who tore his Achilles just running onto the field out of nowhere. Like, Steve Wilkes has done an amazing job on defense. And for him to – for everybody to blame the loss on him, or at least for Chanahan to sort of blame the loss on him and fire him is crazy. Hey, look, there's only one nigga that was blaming him, and that was Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Literally the only nigga. Didn't Kyle Shanahan call a timeout because he didn't like the defensive, like, set? Yeah, because they were finna do, like, a, a all-out blitz or whatever, cover zero blitz, and he was like, yeah, no, let me call a timeout. He was like, Steve, we're not running that. Like, let the, like, would have been a bad decision? Probably, but, like, let the man cook, because y'all lost anyway, so. 
yeah, at that point. I know hindsight is 2020, but this nigga's been doing excellent work. Entire season. Like, literally. Especially from a defensive perspective. And he lost Drake Greenlaw. Uh, which when, is a- he, like, when he fell in like the commentary, it was like, oh my gosh, he's hurt. I was like, it's no, it's no fucking way, bro. The way, no way that just happened. The way he fell, I was like, there he something fucked, he fucked something up. Like, I want to know. And that's real grass. So, like, the turf thing was like, this is why we need to stop having turf. I'm like, nigga, that is real grass. That is real like, grass. like, just tearing your Achilles like that because he wasn't doing nothing. He just literally jogging onto the field. I like, he like, I think the fact that he tore his Achilles so easily, it probably means it would have happened. Something was strained or something. So, it probably would have happened regardless. But, like, damn, that's just that's a bad way to as hell. I would at least want to get that shit pulled on a play. Me jogging on the field? Dog. <laughs> Damn, fuck me up. I ain't going to lie to you. Now, during this time, because I totally disagree, uh, um, Kyle Shanahan firing Steve yeah. Wilkes. It's a crazy thing. I got a little jealous. My damn self, I'm just like, damn, we had just we just solidified a hire. Nigga, that... <laughs> I would have brought that nigga to Dallas in a heartbeat. Damn. <laughs> oh my God. But God. when they first <laughs> when things first started to happen, nobody was talking about Steve Wills. They were talking about Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people do weird things. Um, like do NBA comparisons for Kyle Shanahan. And I kept seeing niggas. Start comparing him to Doc Rivers. Oh, now, <laughs> now, I think, me personally, that's disrespectful to Doc Rivers. I truly believe that's disrespectful to Doc Rivers because the nigga has a championship. Man. He does have a ring. I think the more appropriate one is Mike D'Antoni. That's just me. I think Mike D'Antoni is a better comp from an NBA perspective. Two things. One... I think it's more disrespectful to Kyle Shanahan because yes, Doc Rivers has that ring, but Doc Rivers, he just be getting carried by his amazing. He he get he be getting carried by his his amazing players, bro. Kyle Shanahan, he's not. I don't think he really be. He's getting carried by who Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo. No, bro. But he has amazing talent around him, though. But to your Mike D'Antoni point, that's chefs. That's an amazing. That's the perfect comparison, bro. Because. Mike D'Antoni, he like changed the game literally on a uh, offense for the NBA, which is essentially what Kyle Shanahan is doing because now everybody wants to replicate that. So that's an amazing comparison. You you cooked with that one, bro. You cooked with that one. I went I went to like the like Wikipedia. Just I'm like, damn, this nigga was in Phoenix with Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire. Then the nigga with the Lakers with Kobe. And then I forgot about the Knicks with Carmelo. I forgot Ooh, about Melo. Yeah, he was with Melo during that Lynn Sanity run. Mm. He was there with the Knicks tape, Lamont Shumper, J.R. Smith run. He And then after that, went to the fucking Houston Rockets. I'm like, this nigga, this is definitely, this is Kyle Shanahan. Look at all this goddamn talent. Yeah. And ain't nothing, ain't nothing result to the ring. But me personally, I I wasn't necessarily a fan of the NBA comparisons because mm-hmm. we're, we're dealing with, you know, I think of I think a little bit more high highly of Kyle Shanahan than I do some of these Doc Rivers and all the <laughs> I think the real comparison needs to stay in the NFL and I think he's Andy Reid 
before Andy Reid got Patrick Mahomes. I think that's what he really is. I think that's the real comparison. That's how I I view him, and I think that's how a lot of people view Andy Reid because a lot of people viewed Andy Reid as, I mean, he's a great coach. He's probably going to be one of the greatest coaches to never win the championship. But then once Patrick Mahomes happened yeah. and three Super Bowls later, we talk about Andy Reid totally different. People are putting him on the, um, like, dead-ass, yeah. like, dead on ass, the yeah. Bill Belichick thing. And then I don't know how many uh, wins he has. I remembered it, and then I forgot. But I know he's close to beating – or he's not necessarily close, but people are people are thinking he can catch Don Chula for the all-time wins record. It just depends is, on how long. It just depends on how much longer he, he wants to coach. Actually, at that point, because yeah, as long as he got Mahomes, it's a chance he can break that record. But like, yeah. still, that's and I like seven, seven years ago, we was not talking about Andy Reid like that. Giving that nigga Charles Barkley comp for real, low key. Nah, bro, you you cooked twice. What the? What's wrong with you, bro? What, you was you was in your you was in your bag, bro. You was in your bag, bro. The, were those were those original ideas, bro? You, no, you that the Mike De, Mike D'Antoni and Andy Reid was was definitely original because at first I was just like the Doc Rivers one. It was funny, but I was like, He's I not feel like there's Rivers, a better there's a better that's a better example than this. Yeah. There has to be a better example than this. But I, I me personally, I just didn't like NBA comparisons because I don't have faith in them niggas. <laughs> I really still have faith that Kyle Shanahan gonna win the Super Bowl before he retires. That's the only yeah. why I didn't give him the. That's why I didn't really care about the NBA stuff. I really think like once he finds this right quarterback for real, he'll be all right. I just think he he probably will end up because he's he's not old. He's only like forty something. So nigga's, NFL coaches they be coaching until they're you know seventy two. That nigga's so, dad still alive. Yeah, really? Yeah, he, he say he tells his dad every day. Oh dang! I thought he was dead. God dang! No, I know uh, Mike Shanahan's old, bro. Like, <laughs> I thought he died. <laughs> he not, I thought that nigga was dead. Mike Shanahan is old, bro. How, how how old? Let me see. Watch that nigga be seventy-two. He's seventy-one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up with these niggas, man? Hey, what's up with these niggas? <laughs> Yo, he turned, he turned seventy-two in August, bro. <laughs> Hey, I need to know what actual year that is. I need to know what 1952. I don't know what the fuck was going on in 1952, but it was not <laughs> generating all-time greatness. God damn. These coaches has been going crazy in 1952. And he's been retired for 10 years. Yeah, and uh, Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll and Nick Saban is just now just now retiring. Bro. Or I guess they ain't retired, but still. <sighs> what was wrong with them? I don't know what they was. I don't know what was going on in the fifties, man. Man, it's something crazy. Something crazy. Shout out to Jim Crow. Fuck them niggas. Fuck them. But um, going from Kyle Shanahan, they they seem like it's always funny. Like I, I always feel like they're a quarterback away. But there's like, what quarterback can they get? I know I heard people saying Kirk Cousins because Kyle Shanahan really likes Kirk Cousins, but I feel like it's going to be the same result. Honestly, like there's no. Like, at what point do you think, like, after how many trips to the Super Bowl and failures, would you have to be like, all right, we just might need to fire him, like not because we don't like him, we just need we just need to try something different. Just like they did Andy Reid. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. I think low key. I think 
firing Steve Wilkes was his Hail Mary attempt to just kind of like calm the waters for himself. Because I feel like another one more trip to at least like the NFC championship and falling short or making it to the Super Bowl and falling short. I think he's mm-hmm. out of it. I think he's out of it. Well, I, but it's, it's just so, it's tough, it, it's, it's tough because who are you he's, going to find that's better than that nigga, right? I'm now? saying, like, and I still, the moment he's fired, bro, every NFL team will, every NFL team will be like, please come to my, we will pay you $20 million a year. Just come over. Cause I just don't think he's going to win in San Francisco. And that's one of the most talented rosters from offense to defense outside of the quarterback that I've, I've seen it quite some time. Like, damn, like I saw um, this uh, ESPN dude, Matt Miller. He was talking about, oh, he was like, man, because I think he's a Niners fan, and he said, like, in the off season, like the Niners are just gonna have to retool and rebuild and build around Brock Purdy. And I'm just like, how much more building can you guys do? Like, this has been the best roster in the NFL for like two, three seasons straight. Yes, bro. Like, he has receivers. He has that running backs. He has that. A defense he has the only thing he doesn't really have is like an O line, but even then he still got Trent Williams, who's like the best lineman in the NFL. Like, yeah, they have everything. They just are playing against possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, bro. Like, or or they're just cursed. And until they do white by Colin Kaepernick, then hey, maybe the A. Maybe like, Colin Kaepernick is their Jimmy, yeah, their Jimmy Johnson. I don't know. Like you think it's a coincidence that uh, the Super Bowl falls in Black History Month and they can't win when they employed Nick Bosa, but they did Colin Kaepernick wrong. Like this just, just think about it. Mm. Food for thought, actually. Yeah. Bring that Afro nigga back there. That'd be crazy if they just sign him as a backup or whatever. No, that'd <laughs> <laughs> be some outrageous number. Uh, thirty million just off of back pay. How old is Colin Kaepernick? I think he's pushing. I think he's pushing thirty-five at this point. Maybe oh, thirty-six. Wow! Hey, nigga, I've been nailing these numbers. Right? I ain't gonna lie to you. I still, man, Colin Kaepernick was so good, bro. I cannot believe they and they, they tried really to, ruined his career, gaslight. bro. They tried to gaslight us talking about he wasn't. He was no longer NFL ready. Like it was. It was. It was strictly a performance based thing. Why he got let go? Like no, nigga, he was talented enough to be a starting NFL quarterback, at least the next three to four years, he was still starting quarterback. He, like, had, right. he had one bad season, and that was because of, like, injuries and stuff. He was solid, bro. Like, he was a, he was not, he was not good, bro. He was a really, really, really good quarterback. Yeah. <sighs> and the nigga can run. He ain't have, he ain't have, like, no, like, career-altering injuries from a running perspective. He could still run if he wanted to. Bro, like they really just play with that. He was, they play with his career so bad, bro. Yeah, that's just so disrespectful, man. And if he, if he wanted, if he played the game a certain way, like the, you know, the cultural, mental game, the political game, yeah, probably would, he probably would have got back. Yeah, but hey, I understand, I get it. And he was making money off the court anyway, so I mean, off the field anyway, so. Talk about criminals, man. And speaking of criminals, let's talk about a real criminal that was a part of our Super Bowl, specifically Super Bowl halftime. Usher. The the Boondocks was right. Hashtag the Boondocks was right. 
<laughs> uh, he ushered the exact person that Boondocks episode said he was, bro. I... You better check that whole Mr. Dubois. He was like, I understand if it was T.I. or something, but Usher? Usher. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when, when Usher came on there and just hugged Alicia Keys from around the waist... Bob Swiss beats all that came on stage and shot him, bro. I can't, you can't in front of. I think it was like a record yeah. amount of people watching the Super Bowl this year, Absolutely. bro. Like, Absolutely. That's a body, bro. That is. That's like two. That's like five bodies. That's a. That's a pristine body. That's an elite body. And then Swiss beats try to circle back. Switzerland beats. Nigga out here talking about peace and love and unit. Nigga, shut up. That's why his beats suck anyway, bro. I hate Swiss Beats beats. I think they're terrible. That's besides the point. Like, <laughs> I saw a TikTok about that too. Bro, they suck, bro. But, bro, he sucks. But, oh, he sucks, but he's like, man, whatever. But that's why Usher did that to your girl, man. I can't believe, like, I don't see. First what... off, the, the halftime performance, it was pretty good. I liked it, but I can't believe he just did that to that woman, bro. My queen, this is crazy. Just on national TV for the world to see. But one and thing about we watch globally. One thing about the halftime though, did like I thought it was cool and all that. I didn't think it was like super good though. But that the reason I said that though is because like, did it sound soft to you when they was playing it? Like if like, I mean, I like his mic was sort of low. I mean, I heard I heard things clearly, but once you pointed it out, I was like, I mean, they could have, they probably could have did things louder, or maybe, or maybe they just kind of pump faked because of what Alicia Keys did on that first note. It was just like, well, hold on, hold on, bitch. <laughs> well, well, when you heard that first note, what did you do? Like, what was your instant like? As soon as you heard that note, what did you do? I don't know if you know. Uh, have you seen Carl Lewis perform the national anthem? Yes. You know when he did, <laughs> you know when that nigga stopped midway, it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and I did the same thing. I was like, uh-oh, shit. <laughs> this is the first note. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the first reaction I had. And then, of course, she bounced back because she's, you know, all-time great talent. She's Alicia Keys. Of course, she's going to bounce back. Look at Alicia like... Keys. It was that first note. And it just reminded me of, like, a few compilations of, her like singing like we said, it's not it's not a high pitch voice for her but it's like higher than what she's normally talking and it just it just crack or something happens and i was just like yo she needs to retire the soprano notes just she needs to retire from the live performances bro okay. unless she's just gonna play the piano or something because it really it's always that first note bro and like when that happened but like I had seen like the compilation videos and the memes and all that, and I was just like, "Man, it's Alicia Keys, bro. It's no way that's gonna happen." And then it happened, and I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> I was just like, "Damn, never mind." Nah, it was just kind of like it was. I low key had PTSD. I'm just like, "Nah, this." Did my eyes, just, my ears deceive me? That didn't happen. And if you go back on YouTube, it didn't happen, right? Because the NFL, they fixed everything, bro. Like, I don't think that, like, I think they, like, when I w- rewatched it or whatever, like, 
the, the perform it was loud, like it sounded like his mic was louder to me, and then the note was obviously fixed. And I was just like, man, they're taking all like the character out of the performance, like because what we talked to are like kids about, oh man, that halftime so it was funny because she hit that note, like we can't go back and show them that note no more because it's gone from history. Like oh, no, they're running. Don't worry, there's always gonna be a nigga named Bob that got got the got the video footage of him recording the TV. Oh. <laughs> of at least he's fucking up that goddamn nose. <laughs> now, uh, um, another thing with the Super Bowl, and this is probably the last thing I'll talk about concerning mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, we're losing recipes. Um, Super Bowl commercials definitely used to mean something. Um, I don't give a fuck about them them shits no more. It was it was really bad. Even like even the Beyonce one, like it was like, I guess it was a good commercial because like she dropped music after it, but like grand scheme of things, it wasn't particularly funny or nothing like it was just a it was like a run-of-the-mill commercial i just don't i just didn't even care about i mean like this like i mean it's been like this for like a few years at least five at least for me at least five years where i just did not give a fuck about um commercials because they're not they're not funny um they try to play on the super bowl um and nothing's gonna be uh, nothing's gonna beat that black kid um and their black mom with the doritos at all. And then, no, another thing about the Super Bowl commercials, bro, they only showing half the commercial. Like, um, it was like the like the Deadpool commercial. It was like, oh, uh, watch the watch the full trailer on YouTube. Like, and then, like it was like I think it was like three movies or whatever that did that. And I'm just like, why are you paying all this for the Super Bowl thing and not showing us the whole thing? Like, that's sort. And like, if some and if some of these people just they'll just leak them on YouTube. Like some of them, like they'll just they'll do it on the actual Super Bowl day, but like the Super Bowl hasn't even kicked off yet. But like you already like, oh, here's our Super Bowl commercial. Not one one commercial was that. Uh, what was it like Paramount or whatever? Like they put that commercial out like a week before the Super Bowl, so I already saw it. And I was like, dang, this was funny. Then when I watched it in the Super Bowl, I was like, I already know what happened, bro. It's not like you know, yeah, bro. Like these recipes is gone, bro. It's fucking cooked. They're not even cooking no more, but they're cooked. They're not cooking, bro. They're cooked. Now, speaking of cooked, cooking, all that great jazz, because you guys you reminded me that I need to I need I need to fix dinner for the week. Later. Just side note. But you know how how would you rank this NBA I mean not oh my god, not NBA, NFL season. How would you how did you feel about this overall NFL season in, in, in totality? I liked it, honestly. It was a, I thought it was, it was a good season. It was a whole lot of good storylines. Super Bowl, like we said, it started off trash, and then it ended off amazing. So I, I like the season as a whole. How about you? What made, I'm, I'm, trying to, um, I'm trying to refresh my memory. What made the trash in the beginning? I'm just... The Super Bowl? Oh, you're talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the yeah. whole season. Oh, no, I... I, I mean, I was saying like I like the season as a whole. I think it ended off very well with the Super Bowl and everything. But I don't think I don't think it started off trash or nothing. I think from yeah, I think from the start. I think from the matchup of the uh, the Detroit Lions upsetting the Chiefs. Yeah, from there we got to we got. I wish that I wish that was the Super Bowl because that would have been that would have been perfect. I'm not gonna lie. That been cold. That would have been cold. But so at I, the same time, they didn't they didn't activate Kadarius Tony. So. Yeah, it would have been bittersweet, but at the same time, like you know how Detroit get down. 
you know the music you know the music they drop (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think overall i i enjoyed the nfl season and i came into this season not having any real expectations for real at all like at all especially being a cowboys fan i'm like you got you got to go in the season with no expectations you got to be like man fuck y'all and they do a good job of of making me feel that way because they don't they don't do anything exciting in the offseason i'm like man we ain't doing shit Hire coaches that nobody wants. Exactly, and then slowly but surely, by October or November, you got you got my hopes up. Oh damn, double digit wins already. Fuck, damn. All we got to do is just really get into the playoffs, right? Are we won the division? Oh shit, wild card, and then you know the cycle, the cycle repeats. But yeah, I would, I would probably, I would give this bitch a solid A. Like it was an A season. What are what what are what are three things about the season that you liked? Um, one thing that I liked about the season was the the a lot the amount of parody that happened this season. You, um, on the very first fucking game, was it the very first game? Not the very first game, but the first weekend of the first week one, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers tears his shit up. I'm like, damn. And then that game, th- that ends up being like a walk-off. Uh, now, that game was crazy. The uh, punt return. Yeah, uh, punt return for, like, the touchdown. And, like, it, it was the same nigga that was on um, Hard Knocks. Yeah. He had a fucking story. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, this like shit- the NFL is not scripted, but, like, stuff that- like that makes you think, like, oh, no. I'm saying um, that that was one thing I I like just like the overall narrative. Uh, one thing I did like was the Lamar Jackson uh, bounce back because niggas was talking way too much fucking shit. I'm um, coming into this season about injury prone this do this no receiver this no that and we both sat on this podcast. If he has a healthy season, he will be an MVP. MVP. And God damn it, he, he had a healthy season MVP. MVP. Huh? Yeah. Think about it. And third, um, CJ Stroud. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I liked his development. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I revisited that one clip that I made when it was like all the quarterbacks is better than Dak Prescott. And I remember there was one. There was a thing, you said something in the clip because we were talking about Deshaun Watson. He's oh, you got Bill Cosby at quarterback. He was like, <laughs> y'all, y'all, w- y'all wish y'all had Deshaun Watson. Said, no, we don't. I was like, yeah, they're right. They wish, yeah, yeah. They're perfectly fine with CJ Stroud. They're perfectly fine. <laughs> Seeing that development, I fuck with it. Uh, so those are the three things I liked. Nah, some stuff I liked about the season. No matter what, like, even though it ended horribly <laughs> in the most embarrassing fashion in the playoffs, like, I like the Cowboys season. Like, all in all, like, do I, would I want to get too bold? Yes, but it was a great season, like, the defense was going crazy. Deron Bland, all them pick sixes, like, yeah. wanting him to get those picks. That was cool. Honestly, that was live, bro. And then when he broke the record, that was the craziest. That was great shit. Great regular season. I enjoyed myself regular season. Yeah, for sure. That, that, he had a great season. Like, everybody's going to hate on him and blah, blah, blah. But if you, like, honestly, like, objectively just watch the season, you can't say nothing. You can't say he's a bad quarterback. Like, he was, right. he was going crazy that entire season. I still think about that pass he threw – that uh, CD drop that like went. I think about that pass like once a week, bro. I'm not even lying, bro. Because how did that happen, bro? Right, for sure. Man. Another thing I liked 
I'm gonna sort of steal your answer a little bit, but like just like the black quarterback takeover as a whole. Yeah. Like Lamar went crazy, CJ Stroud went crazy, Dak he went crazy, uh, Jordan Love he went crazy. Jalen Hurts had a sort of fall off year, but like he's still one of the top quarterback. Like I think like probably Russell Wilson bounce back. That's crazy. I think probably like the majority of like the top fifteen quarterbacks is all black, on or the top sixteen rather than thirty two teams. But like most of them is all black, so I really like that. Like. Where like the stereotypes have been wrong and they've been being put to rest, but like now it's sort of like undeniable, bro. Like black quarterbacks is the truth, bro. Like for real, for real. Are there more black quarterbacks? Are there more black starting quarterbacks in general? Like, cause I'm just trying to, cause I'm trying to think of white quarterbacks in general, and I can just have. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up for like. Cause I, just when you said seen, I'm just like, wait, hold on. Are we now? Are we now the majority? I don't. I'm pulling up ESPN right now so I can see like the stats for the starting quarterback. I don't think I'm probably, so. wrong. I'm probably wrong, but we're damn near close. Yeah, I don't like. I don't think we're, but it's it's very, very, very close. Let me see. Especially, especially, if, especially if we get a chance to claim Tua. Oh yeah, I I do think. Never mind. Let me, let me get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> but let me see. I'm looking at. Okay, so Dak Prescott. I'm not even. I'm gonna just count. Let me see. We're at we're at fourteen. We're at fourteen. We're at fourteen. Because I'm I'm counting Anthony Richardson, even though he was hurt, but he's still starting quarterback. Deshaun, even though he did get hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm also counting. I think I counted Josh Dobbs because he was sort of. Yeah, he 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 counts. Desmond Ritter, even though he's trash. Kyler. Uh, yeah, I counted Kyler, even though he was hurt. But yeah, so we're at we're at fourteen. Fifteen, if you include Tua. But 15 if we include Tua and San Francisco hold us because Trey Lance was really supposed to be the starting quarterback. That could have won with Trey. I think I don't even know. I, I don't even know if he's good or not. I hope he's good. But I hope yeah. he's good. And I want I want him to prove that. I want him to prove that honestly, wholeheartedly. Um, but damn. Um we gonna, oh, one more thing I like about the season though. Yeah. I think it was the funniest NFL season ever, bro. Absolutely. Just with the air, the Aaron Rodgers thing is really what, like, as you know, the Kadarius Tony thing is what started it because him dropping all those passes was terrible for him personally and the Chiefs. But that shit was hilarious. Fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> and then Aaron Rodgers asked him, like, like his first pass play, he tore his shit. Like, horrible for him. Amazing for me because it was hilarious. Fucking insane. Every single, I'm even though it sounds terrible, every single Demar Hamlin joke had me crying, laughing, bro. Every time he just like showed him on the side, that was hilarious. <laughs> that ambu- that ambulance that had his fucking the ambulance is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, um, no. Nah. Oh, Deshaun Watson being trash was funny too. Cause there was there's like this one Twitter account. Like every time Deshaun plays bad, it's like. Wow, Deshaun played bad. It's like uh, this must be karmic retribution for all his crap. That shit be killing me every single time. Like they would do that shit every week, bro. I would just be dying. The Giants being fucking terrible. Yo, even we Sam. Count, if you count Tyrod Taylor, that's sixteen quarterbacks. Mm. I want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you counted Geno, right? You counted Geno. Yeah, counted Geno. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was just a lot of iconic moments. It's, it's a lot of iconic moments. Like even when um Drew Locke 
um beat the Eagles. That shit was hilarious. Um fucking um Giants being ass. Giants being trash is always funny. Sam Howell throwing like 30 picks is hilarious. Cause what the hell, bro? J- Jameis just being there on the sideline. Yo. Always cutting to Jameis every time Derek Carr mess up. And then that um Jameis uh running that play for that touchdown. That was hilarious too, bro. Yeah, that's that's very nah, bro. This was the funniest season ever. This was a, like I said. This was a top tier season. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Even when you want to add the uh, the Taylor Swift shit in there, even though people didn't mm-hmm. like that shit, the fact that it was a part of it and it didn't it didn't ruin my NFL experience all yeah, the way. Yeah. It's like I bet cool. You was a nice blend of things I I wanted to hate anyway, and within everything, you know, I could get my hater shit off. I want to switch these, but yeah, that's it's kind of hard to dislike, but I do have some dislikes. Okay, <laughs> and I'm the hater. But anyway, what's what's your dislikes, bro? Let me hear. Uh, one of the dislikes I did have actually started with the Super Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. when uh Kelsey got into that nigga uh Andy Reid's shit. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I never seen nobody do that to Andy Reid, bro. I was like, that nigga looked shook too. I was, <laughs> that nigga looked off guard. He was like, hold on, nigga. bro, because he imagine you being locked in on the play sheet and then somebody just bumping like a six five. Lumberjack looking ass nigga like just bumping you go, oh my god like and it's Travis Kelsey like we're supposed to be locked in what are you yelling at me for that's one of the I'm very not the one throwing a pass that's one of the very few times that if 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 the N word slipped out of Andy Reid he was like hold on nigga whoa nigga <laughs> like I still would have been upset but I would have understood like because like really, relax god damn just really <laughs> I know in his head he was like god damn <laughs> all red and shit. Oh, like, relax, bro. Give me the ball. It was, and like he only did that. It was like the set. It, it was early in the game when he yelled at him, bro. He was like, keep me in the play. Like, it's the first it's quarter. You think I'm not finna get you the ball, bro? Like, sure, that's because um, Isaiah Pacheco uh, fumbled the ball or some shit like that. Yeah, he fumbled the ball, and after so. that, that's when he got bumped. That's when he bumped him in. I'm supposed to be in that bitch. And I saw like memes. I saw memes on Twitter. <laughs> He's like, throw me the ball, my bitches. <laughs> No, that's real though. That's real. That's real. <laughs> I was like, cook, nigga, cook. cook. <laughs> and I hate I hate piling on, on Travis Kelsey, but I'm gonna do it again. A second thing I did not like. Um the Travis Kelsey fade shit turned me the fuck off. I ain't gonna lie. The shit shit pissed me off a little bit. Well, when everybody was talking about the fade, everybody was having it in general. Oh no, I don't well, we can have a separate <laughs> conversation about barbers that just allow white niggas to get fades. But that's not the conversation I'm trying to They're have. They're supposed to say no to money? You're right. I understand. <laughs> and shout out to my barbers that listen to this. But um, I was more concerned of, like, calling it the Travis Kelsey fade and disrespecting Goofy Badass. Like, watch watch, out, watch your mouth. Watch that's your mouth. White, that's what white people do. They just, like, they came to America, but they were like, oh, we're going to call this place America. I, like, them people been, people been here forever. They ain't call, I don't know what they call it, but they ain't call it America. People have been here forever. Y'all just want to come here, rename and stuff. They did that to Africa yeah. too. Like that's True. just it's what they do. And um, I have a two way tie for my third one. Okay. And this is more football related, and this was just because I expected high. And I just expected a lot from these people, and that was um, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback situation. I did not like that. Yeah. Um, because that nigga's trash. And I, I want Mike Tomlin 
in the postseason a lot more, like competing for real. And um, Nick Chubb, I thought he was going to have a really good season this year. Man. And that nigga snatched the shit in the most detrimental way possible. But I think he's going to bounce back. I think the crazy thing is, like, they said, like, like the injury, it looked crazy, but I think they was like, oh, yeah, he only tore with ACL or something. And I was just like... Whenever niggas say I'm like... And this is the same nigga that a lot... He fucked his MCL, ACL before? Like, he done fucked up two or three different things at, at once before from coming out of college. So, like I said, I thought he was... I think we both agreed. I think he was, like, the best running back coming in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I, I expect a high... You know what I mean? I thought he was going to have a crazy season. Um, but those are my dislikes. What about you? Um, first thing I dislike, probably all that, all the Brock Purdy nonsense. Like, yes, Brock Purdy, like, grand scheme of things, I don't think Brock Purdy's a bad quarterback. Like, he's just, he's mid, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with mid, bro. He's in the middle of the pack. There's nothing wrong with that. But everybody acting like, people considering him a legitimate MVP candidate was pissing me off because, like, I feel like to be an MVP, you got to legit be one of them ones, like legitimately be affecting like winning as far as your team. I feel like the Niners could have, they probably could have cooked with Kenny Pickett, bro. Like, so I didn't like all that Brock Purdy stuff. Um, Another thing I didn't like, I feel like running back play in the NFL, because I remember we talked like in the early episodes and we were like, man, running backs is going crazy back in the day. Like, yeah. Running backs are just—I think they're falling off completely, bro. Like, they're just Christian McCaffrey is the only good running back in the NFL now. Like, Derrick Henry—he's getting older. He sort of fell off. Yeah. Like Aaron Jones—he'd be good if he wasn't hurt all the time. Alvin Kamara—he just plays for the Saints, who sucks. And Bijan plays the fucking Falcons, so I'm like Bijan had an idiot for his offensive play caller, so yeah. he wasn't good. Zeke is slow now. Tony Pollard is only good if Zeke is there. Who else? Najee Harris has really never been good. <laughs> the, the idea of Najee Harris is better than Najee Harris. And Joe Mixon is slow now. And Nick Chubb got injured at the time. Yeah, Nick Chubb got injured. Who I'm thinking of who else? What's another running back? Can oh uh, Saquon Saquon had a decent season, but he plays for the fucking Giants. Yeah. Um oh, that Josh Jacobs, he wasn't that good either this season. Them two running backs went crazy for uh Miami for a hot little minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them, um, A Chain, but A Chain kept they kept getting hurt though. I know, no, I know, A Chain he got hurt. A Chain for sure got was was getting hurt for sure. Yeah, most of he most of he did could, but I don't even. I think that's just most of could because he plays in the in that offense. I think whoever you got, Tyree, I could probably Tyree I could probably get like a a smooth four hundred yards in that offense. All right, now you sound like them niggas now. <laughs> not like them niggas you don't like <laughs> alright let me, let me stop let me stop uh, Travis Etienne the idea of him is better than how he really is Brees Hall he's good but he played for the Jets so like your running backs and all then, the good running backs play for sorry ass teams what's what's the uh, running back for the Panthers who I had on my fantasy team and he just and Miles Sanders I thought he was gonna be so good this year bro and I got the I, I ended up um grabbing the backup uh, Chuba Hubbard that nigga went crazy towards the end of the season and I forgot all about Jonathan Taylor too. Damn. Oh yeah. I think he kept being here. And then Jamal Williams, he only scored one touchdown. He had like eight last year, bro. Like. True. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Running back played and fell off. And then my last thing I disliked. Um, yes, I said I liked the Cowboys season, but. Mike McCarthy, he's still on the he's still the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. That's my biggest dislike. 
I need him to not be there no more. I just and then he went and hired Mike Zimmer, who, yeah, he's a I guess legendary ish defensive coordinator. He's been around the block. He's been a head coach a couple times, but we we need new ideas, bro. I don't want this, bro. Mike McCarthy, I need you to just go ahead and get on out of there. I need Jerry Jones to, you know, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I just you know, really you know what you you know exactly what's going going. Uh, well, first of all, there wasn't really anything to fix with that uh, with that defense. Some niggas just didn't come ready to play. But we know the the two things you need to do, and it revolves around one player. So that nigga Michael Parsons is step seven steps back, and defund his podcast, and we will have a better defense. Yeah, he he be talking like Michael. Yes, we know you're a good player and everything, but like, bro, he's just he be talking a little too much, bro. Just like as somebody with the podcast, so we also talk too much. But like, we're not NFL players, bro. Like, and the way that nigga talk is just insane. Bringing Jordan Love was where I drew the line. I was like, he talked like a Twitter nigga. He talked like a Twitter, like he talked like one of those like amuse account, one of them. <laughs> That's what he talks like, bro. Oh, I can't stand it. And he yeah. eats wings aggressively. I remember that that nigga that nigga was on courtside with um at that one seventy sixes game, and he, he sent me that that horrible ass fit he had on, <laughs> and that horrible fade that he had. Or lack thereof. It's Kill, killing them, killing them wings on the sideline. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> this nigga is a Pittsburgh nigga, a Pennsylvania nigga. Jesus. But um, Jeez. yeah, all in all, um, honorable mention, Baker Mayfield. Uh, a lot of niggas had doubts on that nigga. But uh Yeah, nah, he, he was cooking, bro. He was cooking. Definitely cooking. But um I think that's all for the NFL season. Yeah, sad uh, to see it go because football's everybody like football, but man, yeah, draft it, season's coming soon. I guess you know. <laughs> Shout out to that Caleb Williams video. <laughs> Still they going took, up, they, bro. They took they took down the uh, the sound the audio, the audio, mainly because um, that song got um, copyrighted. It wasn't it wasn't hard, but like TikTok, was like TikTok and the whatever them whatever them people was, they having that beef or whatever. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to replace that that audio so that um, you know, we need that for draft night. <laughs> okay, for oh, we'll, we'll have another Caleb Williams video. Don't you worry, <laughs> we'll have another. <laughs> hey, don't you worry about it. <laughs> hey, creators create. We gonna find a way. We okay. gonna find a fucking way. Um, so we're gonna start off with NBA basketball, NBA uh, All-Star Weekend coming through. And the first thing that's going to happen is obviously the Celebrity All-Star Game. You know, shout out to the celebs, right? You know. Now, Jax, I just want to... I just want you to see who we have as contestants. I didn't even notice. I didn't even realize All-Star Weekend was this close, bro. I haven't even... The NBA, I feel like they... They do a terrible job at promoting itself. And then football be bullying them too. Football bullies the shit out of them niggas. Um and, and, this, and this is one, like I said, this is I think this is like a really good season for the NFL. So they bodied the they bodied the NBA. Now, it's Team Shannon versus Team Stephen A. What? In the celebrity all-star game. I guess they are coaches. Now, excluding coaches, because I know you know these niggas. We're going to say yes or no to if you know these niggas or not. Yeah. 
Michael Parsons. Yes, we Quincy Isaiah. I know he's a dude from Winning Time. Mm, Connor Daly. I have no idea who that is. Jewel Lloyd. He's a WNBA player. Kaisenat. He's like five four and he screams on the internet. <laughs> Dylan Wang. I have no idea who that is. Louis Singh. I don't know who that is. Sir. Yes, I know who that is. Walker Walker Hayes. He sounds like a country singer. <laughs> I think he's Asian. And, Walker and, Hayes is Asian. I, I don't. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm, well, you, you probably also don't know. Never mind. Unwell <laughs> <laughs> AA. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I know. he's a he's one of them bad bunny singer type people. Jennifer Hudson. Of course. Fine ass. Tristan Jazz. No idea. That that's like that. Um, he's like Mac McClung, but like he really in the content creation. But he makes trick shots. Jack Ryan. Isn't there like isn't that a movie character? Jack. Like, isn't there a whole bunch of Jack Ryan movies? I mean, the only Jack, Jack Reacher. The only Jack I know is Jack Harlow, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't. It might. <laughs> Metal World Peace. Of course. AJ McLean. I don't know who that is. Kwame Anwuch. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even gonna try. My fault. I don't know who that is. <laughs> only know one Conway, huh? Only know one Kwame. Uh, Natasha Cloud. Pretty sure she's a WNBA player. Adam Blackstone. No clue. CJ Stroud, of course. And Gianmarco Tambury. Now we we went through these and I'm well, we're probably guessing maybe like we know about seven, maybe, right? Yeah. Probably about six or seven. Yeah, I remember when we I think the question I'm asking is uh are we are we just old? Or are these celebrities just not not hitting like they used to? Because I just felt like back in the day, I was able to just list off everybody that was participating in the Celebrity All-Star. I don't think it's us being old or older or whatever. I think it's just like they're not really getting big celebrities. Like, I guess, like, can you go back to the list? Yeah, I got you. Because I think, like, the only person that would probably, like, appeal to, like, younger people in general is, like, Tyson that and that Tristan Jazz guy, because you say he do content and all that. So, like, those are probably, like, the only two people who are, like, oh, the young people, like, but these other people, like, I don't know who they are. Like, are they actors, actresses, et cetera? Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an us problem. I think it's a them problem, for real. Like, they're not getting... They're not getting like the the star power names. Like these are like yeah, and it's a whole bunch of people. Like you, I mean, not even just speaking on like rappers and stuff, but it's a whole lot of people who would love to be in uh, celebrity games because people just in general like playing basketball. Like I feel like there's a lot better people they can get a lot more people who are more in tune or rather just like bigger in pop culture. But I don't know. I'm not finna watch this. So I don't care, bro. Like. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm not gonna. I always sort of thought this, like putting WNBA players in the celebrity game. Like, I get what they're doing because, like, exposure and all that. But like, won't be disrespectful, game. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I feel. I feel like it's disrespectful too, bro. Like, Like we just got done talking about what we talked about in WNBA, and then we they're legitimate basketball players, and you want them to play with these with Kai Sinat. Like, that's crazy. That's sort of disrespectful. Now, yeah, I mean, when, now, when Kai Sinat dunk, dunk on one of these motherfuckers, then there's some discourse that's going to be too crazy. Because he's going to 
He's like huh? five. There's no way he can dunk, bro. He's like five four. He's five four, and I'm like I said, hypothetical because I know that nigga can't dunk. But like, let one of these non-athletic niggas do something crazy on a WNBA player, then you just setting these WNBA players up for you see. This is why we don't watch it. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, like, <laughs> so damn well. Like, now you're forcing them. They gotta have to like low key try a little bit harder. I've never liked them putting WNBA players in that, bro. That's so that's mean, bro. That's disrespectful. That's bro. fucking disrespectful because now you gotta you gotta make them like try a little bit harder because if they just lollygag, then it's just like oh, okay, like they don't look that great. Like, yo, yeah, I gotta chill. What happened to like the presidential shit? Like I remember like Obama's like not bodyguard, but he had like it was like some dude who was like, actually like called that basketball because he like played in college, but he was like a tall white dude. I forget his name. He was cold though. That nigga, hey, that nigga was hooping. Now I have that one, but I want to talk about um the rising stars challenge or the rising stars situation because that's the one I really had an issue with. Um, and I wish I had the list. I just couldn't, I couldn't find the list. Um, but basically the problem I had was that a, they just did a bad job of marketing rookies outside of Victor Wimbanyama and Chet. I think they sell themselves, but uh, we already talked. the NBA sucks at promoting themselves, bro. Like even, even when we had, um, we had a brit we had a brief talk about Paulo Bancaro, and I think you brought it up like a long time ago early in the podcast that he's just kind of like he's probably like one of the most disrespected like young stars yeah. in the league. And still is, still is, still, still is. is. Um, and I I failed to realize that yesterday was his first national televised game ever. Ever. Keep in mind. Like he's been in the league for more than a year. This was the longest. This was the longest drought within. I really think NBA history, but they didn't go too far back. But and also, know, like just like he was number one pick. I think he was rookie of the year, right? Rookie of the year, like. And under, then also, like the Magic weren't bad last year, so they were on the come up. Like they almost made the play in. Like Cade Cunningham has had more national televised games his that's rookie disgusting. year. That's disgusting. So that means his whole rookie year, he did not have a national televised game. His whole rookie year. And that's how cold he was to still win rookie of the year and he did not get any national televised games for people to see him. Niggas was watching him on NBA League Pass and Bali Sports and watching this nigga on highlights. Uh, that is by far the most disrespected NBA star. But to to get to get back to what I was talking about with the NBA Rising Stars, I had a problem with it because they're they're putting NBA G League players in here. Like there's like rising stars like Chad and Wimby and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're putting in Chris Top Chris Toppin from the from the 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 Rochester Knicks. I'm like yes. I know it's Obi's brother, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think I fucked up his first name because I don't know what his actual first name is. I couldn't find it. But his last name was Top. And I'm just like, why are we putting G League players in here? And I don't want to go on my – they force him They force him my hand because I wasn't I wasn't trying to bring up Houston, but I have no choice. <laughs> now, you, you went pretty much the whole episode without even saying the word Houston, bro. Like I'm saying, like I was trying my best. <laughs> when I get to this topic, I'm like – 
You telling me this over Cam Whit? Like, be for real. Over Cam Whitmore? None of the Thompson twins get in? Really? Or is it? I mean, they've been hurt, but still. Is, but still. Also, is Asar hurt? Because I ain't heard nothing from him in a while. Is he hurt? <laughs> he's Detroit, bro. That's really what it is, bro. Like Detroit, and he. But still, he's like, none of them buck, and they put G. What? That's stupid. Keep in, like, keep in mind, I think I, this nigga, ever since Amin Thompson has been playing starting point guard, because he's been playing starting point guard because uh, Fred Van Fleet's been out, he's had he's averaged a double-double the whole, the whole time. <laughs> a double-double like for like seven straight games. Uh, but I think, it, I think it was more about games played, but I was like, it shouldn't matter about games played if you bring it in G League, niggas. They're not yeah. playing any NBA games. So, I see some G League Ignite niggas. I see like some other niggas. I'm just like, this is a horrible format. Oh no, there's a whole I'm looking, there's a whole team of G League Ignite players and G League players. I don't want to see that. Keep NBA players, NBA players. Stop showcasing these niggas. We're not here for that shit, man. Yeah. I'm not a fan. And they're probably gonna get like cooked, honestly, because like bro, like what you, like what like what the fuck am I supposed to do with that, bro? <laughs> like for real. Yeah, that's sort of stupid. Just make yeah. another like there's there's more than enough good rookies I feel like to have and like we said we didn't even really like the format with the whole four team thing I think it is sort of stupid but but like even even with that it's just kind of like this draft class in general it's a decent draft class yeah like you can pull like Keontae George has been having a nice season even though I know niggas are not watching Utah but I'm like there's definitely some <laughs> players that you can pull from. GG Jackson. I don't know if he was this year's. Um, I don't know I think if he it was this year's draft. Cause yeah, he's like the youngest player in the NBA. Okay, bet he had a great game. Like he, he's on the come up. If you really want to talk about some G League niggas, I'm like, damn, bro. So um, that being said, I'm saying all that to say, um, don't look forward to the NBA weekend. Just don't look forward to it. Wasn't um, on it. Just keep, just keep on. Um, you know, keep Saturday in the back of your mind for, you know, the skills challenge and three-point contest. Turn it off at the dunk contest until you see something high. You might can have it off for the skills challenge, too, because who really cares? True. Like, just kind of mute it. You just mute your sound. Because they, they normally do skills challenge first, then the three-point. So just have that on so you, when you see it for the three-point, be like, okay, let me turn the volume. All right, but let, me, let me turn this bitch up. <laughs> and then on the dunk contest, turn it back down. Um, no content. Go read a book or something. Go read a book until like you see a crazy dunk, or if you see Jalen Brown dribble with his left hand. One of the two. You know what I mean? And then Sunday, you definitely don't turn that shit on. I'm pro- <laughs> I promise you, ain't nothing exciting happening. It's happen. gonna be the game's gonna be one eighty to one night or two hundred to two hundred and five. Like it's gonna be one with of the, them games with with the Kobe rule. When <laughs> and niggas playing real aggressive the last thirty seconds. Yeah, Portal, bro, it's, yeah it's fucking cooked. It's fucking cooked. Um, yeah, but I didn't know if you had anything to um, add to that, but I mean, it's just the only reason I brought it up is because, damn, like, Loki kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, it did. That, that, Adam Silver, you need to be a, be a man, bro. Fight back. The NFL has been bullying y'all since you're, since he's been commissioner, bro. David Stern wouldn't let this happen. The NBA has never um, not been bullied by the NFL, if we're being honest. Yeah. David Stern got that work too. No cap. Shoot him. <laughs> 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 oh, going in. 
<laughs> what was the last thing I had? I think I had one more thing. Oh, no, we had two more things. Um, I mean, we can just sort of touch on them briefly because, you know, yeah. we talked about a war criminal early in the episode with Usher and we're making jokes and all that, but there's an actual war criminal in the in the NBA and his name is Isaiah Stewart. Wow. I, don't know, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this man, but um, apparently he punched, or Isaiah Stewart, he's a center for the Pistons. And so if you don't know who he is, it's not surprising because... Fucking Pistons. But, you, but hey, out of anybody you know out of Detroit, you should know Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, because he was the one who tried to murder LeBron James. Because <laughs> LeBron, like, accidentally, like, elbowed him or something. Yeah, the nigga was leaking. The nigga saw that blood and was like, ah, you see? Yeah. My sharring gone. Goofy ass. But, yeah, so he's a center for the Pistons, and he got into a little kerfuffle or whatever with Drew Eubanks, who's a big man for the Suns, and he punched him. And, like... Actual swung, connecting all that, and then like they had to call the police and everything. I think he was like arrested or detained or handcuffed or whatever, but eventually like let go because like relax, bro. NBA players like nothing yeah. serious for real. But like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> like, like I know earlier we we've said like yeah we need more violence in the NBA. We need more NBA players to like beat up fans and stuff. But like. Drew Eubanks of all people, like I need to know exactly what Drew Eubanks said to trigger that, and I know he ain't saying nothing crazy. I mean, you never know. I know he ain't, saying, but even I guess my thing is, what would have been acceptable for you to be like? What What does Drew? What would Drew Eubanks have to say in order for you to be like, you know what? Anything racist or anything against a family member or something like that. Then yeah. But, like, I just have a hard time believing Drew Eubanks said that stuff. But and then Isaiah Stewart, he's just, like, he's like a Draymond that will actually hurt you. Like, Draymond, he'll hurt you, like, on the court. But Isaiah Stewart, he'll hurt you on the court, off the court, in the court of law, like, anywhere, really. He'll probably hit you anywhere, bro. Like Legally. Like, he one of them niggas that, that, would, that would jump the courthouse. Like that yeah. that one video that, that mm-hmm. popped up. Yeah. That, that, was, that was probably Isaiah Stewart's brother or something. Oh, God. And by Zay, I'm just like, bro, I let you, I let you get a pass with LeBron. Cause it was funny. Cause it was funny. <laughs> We're ridiculous. But yo, now you're starting to make this a track record. And now I really feel like you are the type of nigga that will put somebody in the hospital um, for your actions. You don't seem like you let up at all. At least with Draymond. I'm not saying that he didn't put his full force in that punch because he did, but it was one punch. I do feel like Isaiah Stewart is a nigga that does not stop. Like, I just think that nigga is just wild aggressive. He'll put a nigga in the hospital if he's not, yeah. if he doesn't, if he doesn't check his own like composure. And yeah, I think he has like a long, I know he's, I don't know if he's punched anybody else like on record, of course, but I know he has a, just a history of like not being able to like control himself and like going off and like trying to fight people and something. Just like, Relax, bro. Like this bad boy Pistons, right? Bill Ambier. But you gotta be Bill Ambier good to do that. That nigga was not that good, though. <laughs> Isaiah Stewart's not that good either. Like he's not bad, but he's Bill. Yeah. I I take Bill Ambier over him just because of height. Yeah, just last little year. If if Eubanks was probably. Literally four inches taller, we might have a different conversation. But he's not, which is why, you know, you're, you're not you're not Lou Dort. <laughs> Come on now, 
you're not you're not Pat Bev. Just being honest, it's a different kind of different kind of conversation. Um, an annoying ass conversation. And speaking of annoying ass niggas, another light skin we must talk about. And that Grant is Williams. Grant Williams. What the hell? Why do they hate? Like, well, we know why they hate you because you, you're fat and annoying, apparently. Because that's what the Mavericks said. That's, that's a crazy combo. No, that's what that's what the Mavericks said. It came out in like it. I thought it was. I thought it was one of them like NBA parody accounts, but it like had like the reporter, it, like tagged the reporter, like yes, he said this. Um, I think who was it? Mick Tenman or something like. I oh yeah, um, uh, Tim McMahon. Tim McMahon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it came out in a report that like the whole reason Grant, because Grant was like the Mavericks' big offseason signing, and the whole reason he just got traded to the Hornets is because he was. Actually, let me find the exact quote. Because what in the hell is crazy? When I saw that, I was like, in my mind, I mentally was like, ah, this is this is not real. And then you sent it to me like an hour later. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. So Tim McMahon, he said one of the ways that Grant Williams rubbed people the wrong way is because he yapped, yapped, and kept yapping, and that's part of it. And that's he's charmingly obnoxious when he's productive, but when he's not, it's grating. And he also didn't report in good shape. And he's also a bad defender. So they said Grant Williams was annoying. He was fat, and he couldn't play defense. That's crazy. Now he said they said all that, but evidence has shown <laughs> Grant Williams is three and zero with the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> hey, look, I'm not saying it's a correlation, but I'm saying um, the Hornets is boo boo. Yeah, three and zero. That's a big deal. Not gonna lie to you, that is a big deal. Maybe a lot of that is by you know you know addition by subtraction of who they let go. But I always thought PJ Washington was a solid uh, a solid piece. He wasn't. Yeah, I think I really think they're three and zero because you know they have Trey Man on their team, but neither here nor there. Hey, maybe it is. Trey Man has been cooking. But I mean, maybe the Hornets they need the Hornets need that balance. They need some annoying. They need some like. Corny, annoying, bro. Leave me alone. To go with all the lean drinking and weed smoking and chain buying that all their star players do, <laughs> and red and red light running, goofy ass. No cat. Middle of the problem, bro. <laughs> like every time, I'm like, damn, nigga, I'm. <laughs> he gonna hit somebody, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. This nigga feels like he's un- invisible. But like, uh, yeah, you need that balance, and he's somebody that's like. He's a little bit more tamer than Kai Jones. <laughs> he fits that piece like perfectly for them. Like it's like okay, bet. Like he's not too annoying. Yeah. Where it's like it, it gets weird, but at the same time, like keep in mind they lost Terry Rozier and they lost PJ Washington. And granted, you have Trey Man, but Terry Rozier is Terry Rozier, bro. Like that's, yeah. that's a cold ass nigga. Um, so for them to be three and zero. And Grant Williams is there? I don't know. Uh, I guess he's in shape. He's in shape now. Nigga said he yeah. came. He came in. He, said he came in the camp shape. Um, out of shape. I'm like, yeah, niggas do that shit every day though. I mean, he's not the first nigga. He won't be the last nigga. Unless you, unless you uh are in Miami, you you you're liable to have somebody that's not in game shape when they first come in. No yeah. cap. It's pretty much all we had though, because you know. And the season's over, and we're sad, but there's no there's no more picks, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into our hot takes of the week. Yeah. What you got for us, Greg? 
Um, my hot take for the week is I, and this is kind of crazy because we, we mentioned him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Adam Silver is probably one of the, he's probably overhated. He's a little, mm-hmm. little overhated, in my opinion. I won't say he's the most overhated commissioner. Um, so I do feel like there, there was a crazy one. There was a crazy run with Roger Goodell where I'm like, <laughs> bro, like y'all, y'all still hate Roger Goodell. They blame that nigga for everything. Like, I'm like, bro, there's no way he could control that, bro. Like, there was some things I'm like, this is un- ir- unreasonable. And I need to start blaming owners for a lot of the complaints that y'all have because the owners are the ones that really control the league and they are the yeah. ones that co-sign all these bullshit-ass ideas that you find. Bullshit. Like, Roger Goodell is paid by the owners. Exactly. <laughs> and we can't, and he can't force them to really do it, you know? Unless you're that nigga from the Clippers. Like, they can't really force you to get rid of your shit. But I think that he has done an underrated job of the regular season for the NBA. He made a clear plan based off of all the moves that he's done. He's made a clear plan for the NBA to focus on AO. The regular season matters too. He put things in place to make sure that there is some sort of importance to the regular season. And I can mm-hmm. I can respect that. I can acknowledge that. He started off with the uh the playing tournament. Some niggas hated it. Now they didn't like it at first. And now it's some nigga, hey, some niggas can't breathe without it. You feel <laughs> me? Like, so, and it, because it's just one of those things like that tent, because there's too many, there's too many niggas tanking. And when you look at the when you look at the report, you know, everybody has high uh the ratings are high for the postseason. Mm-hmm. The ratings are always going to be high post-Christmas with the January stuff. Some of the best performances that we've seen are always going to happen in January. Kobe's 81-point game. Uh, Luka with a 60-point game. Uh, Dame and uh, Donovan Mitchell, 71-point games in the month of January. They're, niggas is in a full stride there. Um, and then you have the All-Star break. The two lowest points for the NBA is right around the start of the NBA season because you're still competing with the NFL. And that after All-Star, like March, like that month of March, where you just see a plethora of teams that just, they used to tank. Niggas, was, they already know, they're like, yeah, we're not finna make the, we're not gonna do nothing to play, we're not gonna make the playoffs. You know what them niggas used to do? Them niggas used to tank aggressively. Them niggas used to go get a starting fire from the G League and put them on 10-day contracts and put them up and be like, hey, yo, this is what we this is what we putting out there. And we putting this out against LeBron. Now we're gonna shut LeBron down. Nigga, we not LeBron not playing with no G Leaguers, nigga. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're saving that nigga for the postseason. So he made a consecutive plan to hey, do the plan. Plan ends up working. Um then he does the um, in-season tournament. In-season tournament, even I was skeptical about how they were going to buy in. They ended up buying in, at least for this year, and ratings worked. The ratings were boosted. And now his final thing that he ended up doing was implementing the you know the 65-game rule. And regardless of how you feel about the 65-game rule, because I'm not a fan of it being tied to all NBA awards, because all NBA wars, you know, that's too. It deals, it deals with contracts and stuff and all that stuff. But I still uh, maintain the argument that I have no problem um, for it being a 65 game for the MVP. 
Um, historically, it makes sense. Um, there has not been an MVP per an MVP player that hasn't played at least sixty five games. The only player that's ever not played sixty five games in an eighty two game regular season was Bill Walton. And even then, you had you know Skip Bayless type niggas saying, "Yo, does he even deserve it for the games he played?" No, 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 no. So, sixty-five games makes sense historically. And although I agree that we don't need to be having eighty-two games, look, they're not giving up. The players are not giving up that money to, <laughs> to lower that shit. So, I mean, yeah. we we'll have to figure out a way. Um, so. All of these things, and I know I made it long with it, all of these things that he's done, you can see the vision of what he's been trying to do, and it's been working. And you look at the results. Niggas have been playing the most games this season than we've had in quite some time. And that CBA agreement and all that stuff, like, that comes into play because, hey, we're going to see some life-changing money. Like, it's already life-changing, but these next contracts, these waves of contracts coming in the offseason, these next two, three years, is going to look crazy because of that new CBA deal. And to think that they wasn't going to get no pushback, no no push and pull, like, yeah, we're giving you this money, but we need you on the court for real? Oh, yeah, they knew. They, they knew they had to put at least something in place to just be like, okay, we need – top-end talent in the regular season. It's not just a postseason thing. It's not just a playoff thing. It's not just like a, oh, we only care about championship thing. That's that's a very toxic idea that was floating around post-2014, 2015 that only dealt with LeBron James. And all of a sudden, other niggas got into the conversation. Oh, nobody cares about James Harden regular season because we want to see it in the postseason. But you really don't care about that nigga's legacy. So it really doesn't matter. It was only about LeBron James when we started doing media stuff. It's like, bro... The regular season matters, and Adam Silver did a good job. And I don't think people give him enough credit. I don't think a nigga, I don't think niggas do enough praising for him to be like, "Hey, yo, like he did a good job with the regular season." And I'm here to give him his flowers, and that is my hot take. Not too much on Adam Silver. The only thing I've always had a problem with is that he was too transparent for the league, and you need a little bit of corruption, corruption, and corporation. They just sound too close together. You can't just show your whole hand. Especially with John Moran, but that's that's my hot take. Mm, he was passionate. Hey man, you love that nigga. It's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Now my hot take is not a sports hot take because sports is over now. Even though it's not the football season's over, so it feels like sports is over. But my hot take is about one. Kanye West, bro. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just tired, bro. I'm just tired. I think he needs to... He's doing too much, bro. <laughs> like, he's always been doing too much, like, just even outside the music. But now he's doing too much in the music. And it's just like, bro, can you just stop, bro? Just I don't, I don't want to hear him rap no more. I don't. Have you listened to the new uh, Kanye album? No, I haven't. Okay, don't do it. It's not. It's not good. It's uh, it's just too much. He's doing too much, and like I knew it was gonna get this way because like he had that one album. Like it wasn't Don. I think it was like the one. It wasn't the Jesus album either. I think it was like the one before that. Uh, Pablo. Life of Pablo. Nah, there was like it was a. It was at the one after Pablo, but before the Jesus album. Like, now I'm intrigued. What's it called? Like, I think it was just called Yay or something like that. Yeah, it was just called Yay. 
there was one there was one in between. Yeah, but like during that album, he had a song or whatever, and like it was a good song. And then like at the end of that hoe, you just start hearing like laser sound effects. You just hear like pew 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 in the background. And I'm just like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, man, he's doing too much. And I was like, this is just gonna continue, it's gonna keep getting worse. And this album now, oh yeah, album, it is yay. Yeah, it is yay. I forgot this, about that one. This album now, it just sounds like he say he bipolar. Like this album make me believe it, bro. This album just intrusive thoughts. He's just putting every single intrusive thought he has on a beat. Like he got this one song. Have you heard that Freddie Gibbs verse at least on the song or whatever? Yeah, I, I heard of Freddie Gibbs. I heard Freddie Gibbs do something. Yeah, he got uh, he Freddie Gibbs has a verse on the song on the album. It's a crazy verse or whatever. But Kanye, he's rapping before that. And do you know the hook of that song? It is beautiful, big titty, butt naked women just don't fall out the sky. That's the hook of the song. Nigga kind of spitting. They don't fall out. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Complete fact. But that's unhinged, but yes. But what the hell are we doing, bro? Why are you saying this, bro? I like the production is cool. But like he's just be doing too much, bro. I don't want to hear him rap no more. Another song he says, now I'm uh he's like, call me Yay Kelly, bitch. Call me Bill Cosby, bitch. I have um what's it? I have me too money now. Something like that. It's just like Me too money. Dead ass, bro. I'm just like, why are you <laughs> why are you comparing yourself to these people? What are we doing here? And it's just like, bro, I don't want to hear Kanye. He'd be rapping with. One, he be trying to do like a high voice now where he sounds like Young Thug, and I'm just like, please stop. He's rapping with Qua- I don't want to hear I don't want to hear Kanye rap with Quavo, bro. I don't want to hear Kanye rap with Rich the Kid. I don't want to hear him rap with Playboy Cardi no more, bro. Like he's consistently the worst part of all these songs, bro. I just I can't do it no more, bro. Kanye, please stop. Just stick to production. Get on some meds probably and stick to production, bro. Cause this is just intrusive thoughts as music, bro. We don't we don't need to hear, we don't need to know these things about you, bro. We don't need to hear these things. These thoughts are these are my healthy thoughts, bro. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear him rap no more. I don't want to hear him speak no more, bro. Just just please bro. stop, bro. So his greatest strength has became his weakness, is what you're telling me. His greatest strength was never rapping, bro. No, his greatest producing. strength of just being ahead of the curve a little bit. Like it's just kind of like a okay, like. I'm gonna jump out and do this, and nobody's really doing this right here. Um, nobody's doing it for and they're, not, and they're not, and they're not getting, and, and people are not gonna understand it. But like two, three years later, it's gonna fucking, it's gonna go crazy. Kind of like probably how you felt about Yeezus, probably how you felt about, you know, Life of Pablo. You know what I mean? Like there's just a few, you know. I just he he got. I I don't want to hear him rap no more, bro. It's it's too much, bro. Please stop. Like there's one good there's one song on that album that's like objectively good. And it's just like, oh, if he made a whole album like this, I would love it. But he didn't. He made a whole album with some bullshit. Ain't he married to a white woman? Like a random white woman or something like that? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he weird. He don't she don't he don't wear he don't let her like wear clothes and stuff. I don't know, he's weird, bro. They be walking around barefoot with football pads on. It's just they just weird now. And then he always be doing this extra stuff with the albums and, oh, I'm going to drop this album. But first, I need to... One, he never finishes the album in time anyways. And then he doing all this extra, like, live show stuff and then drop the album in, like, the middle of the day on, like, a Wednesday after. It's just like, bro, just please. 
We just please stop, please. I think my biggest problem has always been like um, people that ask them real ass questions. Why you get? Why you asking this nigga real ass question? I saw somebody that was trying to um, ask him about Palestine. I'm like, first of all, I don't want to hear nothing about his opinion on Palestine. <laughs> and second of all, when he said what he said, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not really. I, I don't really know too much about that. Uh, you know, I haven't researched that enough or whatever. Even though this has been going on for quite some time, and that nigga left off with, shit. I mean, for 14, 14, nine, 14 nine year olds from Chicago get killed every day. I mean, we, we ain't talking about that. I'm just like, bro, um, I don't really care about what you got going on. Yo, I'm not going to lie. Why did we put a microphone in your face? I felt like. Uh, and then with that answer, like. Was it was, was it 2021 when the uh, all that anti-Semitic stuff was happening? Or was that 22? I don't know. One of them. Maybe I felt like that. That alone should have been like your last straw of okay, we're gonna stop asking Kanye about anything for real, for real. Like we just let's not ask him anything about politics, nothing. And then like with that answer he gave, like yes, the kids are also being killed in Chicago, which is equally as terrible. But like he hasn't done nothing for them either. Like it's and he ain't done nothing for them. And not too much on Chicago. Chicago is made great strides to turn their shit around. Like, 2011 was really bad. And now I don't even think they're in the top 10 anymore when it comes to, like, murder capitals. Like, St. Louis is the murder capital for sure, but, like, I don't even think they're in the top 10 anymore. It's just like, we gotta stop giving him a live mic, bro. <laughs> Please. Who's worse, him or Michael Parsons? Of who needs a live mic? Um, still going Michael Parsons. Oh, shit. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, yeah, that, that'll wrap it up, yo. Wrap it up. So that's a great, that was a great hot take. We need to defund any nigga with a microphone. Not me, though. But, like, any nigga that doesn't work for Play for Keys podcast, y'all don't need a microphone. Yeah, to be, to be defunded, you have to be funded first. So if you fund us, then sure you can defund us, but you gotta fund us first. And by funding, the like, subscribe, comment down below. I I appreciate y'all in the YouTube community. The YouTube okay, community, yeah, yeah. we've been um, gaining some traction in the YouTube community. Uh, we lucky just started too. So literally just started. Um, I looked at um, January's month, like going into February, we we didn't had at least um, thirty thousand views off of just all things. Now, shorts, like, the YouTube shorts kind of dominated that, but, like, yeah. a view is a view. Is a view is a view is a view type shit. When, when is a win? Yeah, so tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, It's only up from here. Join the community. Be a part of the discussion. We're here to start a dialogue. Uh, we're here to converse. So um, we appreciate y'all. Any last words, Jax? Uh, like I always say, man, you want to do some life-changing? Or you want to change your life? Go do some life-changing shit. Oh, and real quick... For all of you niggas, the devil does not need an advocate. I promise you. Stop playing devil. Word for word, bar for bar, bro. This is crazy. Ah, oh bro. Like it was it was just getting too crazy. It was getting too crazy. Y'all don't have to play that. I promise you. And am I a hypocrite? Absolutely. Because when we talk about basketball, I definitely bring up the other side. But it's basketball. It doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day. It's a fucking child's game that we're playing. It doesn't matter. But real life shit, let it go, my nigga. Please. And, uh, interesting quote, Gray. Interesting quote. 
I'm saying, bro. Niggas need to, niggas need to wake mm-hmm. up with that one. And um, condolences to the people um, in uh, Kansas City in the parade. Um, bad happened, all that bro. crazy fucking shit, bro. Like, kind of ruined the fucking day. My mom, like, didn't have no kind of information. She was like, ah, uh, you know, like, they had just, you know, they had just beat the 49ers. You know that was going to be, like, a crazy ordeal. I'm like, bro, but they're in Kansas City. Like, there's no 49ers fans going to that parade. It had nothing to do with the game, mom. I understand. Just go to church. Be good, mom. It's okay. Don't 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 spread that misinformation on Facebook, please. Oh my gosh. But with that being said, we'll catch y'all niggas next week. And like I always say, go get some bitches, please. <laughs> Preferably. Black queens forever, snow bunnies never. I said black queens forever, snow bunnies never. I said black queens forever, snow bunnies never. Yeah, we'll catch y'all niggas next week.